Hey, everybody. Welcome to Scratching the Surface. I am your host, Austin Douglas. And today I want to talk to you about some like real world metrics of marketing that we're experiencing. And then also why it is critical, critical to have a Google My Business listing for your business. Um, you know, as far as what's been going on with us, our season is finally kicking off. If you're in our um, Poison Ivy identification course, it's an advanced course teaching you step-by-step, kind of week-by-week how to identify Poison Ivy. Uh, if you're in that, you'll know that within the last week or two, Poison Ivy's really changed a lot. And for those of you that don't know me, you know, I own and operate a Poison Ivy remediation company over here in Michigan, in Goodrich, Michigan. And that's what we specialize in, is getting rid of Poison Ivy for our clients. Uh, it's not something that typically landscapers deal with or arborists deal with, tree companies deal with. You know, landscape, I mean, I, landscapers deal with it, but not in our, in the sense that we deal with it, right? We get rid of the problem, whereas a landscaper might rip it out or they just de- work around it. But we get rid of it. So right now, because we've had some weird weather, we've had you know a week of 80, and then it drops down and gets down to cold weather again, stunts plants. We got to wait a little bit longer, and then we have a nice week. And the future forecast looks like the temperatures are going to be 70s in the day and 40s, upper 40s at night, which is perfect conditions for plants to grow. So we're looking to be right on track to start uh, the third week of May which is exciting, pretty much right on schedule, to be honest. You know, our season is typically mid-May all the way up until uh, mid-September, depending on the year. And sometimes, I think one year, I actually worked even into October, and I was still able to treat poison ivy. That was a weird year, weird weather, super wet weather. That probably had something to do with it. But why is it critical to have a Google My Business listing in your business? Well... For starters, it puts you on the map for Google. So when people are on Google, which is the number one used search engine in the world, they're looking for businesses in their area. And if you're not listed there, you're not going to pop up. If you're relying on just being on Facebook or just word of mouth, you're cutting yourself short based on the ability that Google has to put you in front of people. And that was something that when I started my business, I knew immediately that I had to get a Google My Business listing and I had to focus heavily on getting five-star reviews. So that way when people searched poison ivy removal near me or poison ivy control near me, you know, various key words, I would appear and ditch the itch would appear and we would appear as number one. And we've done, we've had pretty good success with that. You know, in four years, I have 115 five-star reviews. You know, my, my competitor, former employer, competitor, they're sitting at just shy of 70 reviews and they've been in business for like 15 years, 16 years. So I knew that I had to focus on that. People generally go with, you know, the number one listing on Google if they can, if they can afford it, otherwise they shop around. So that's, that's one reason, right? It gets you in front of people, which is super important if you want to work and you need work and you like getting clients. The second reason is the review aspect. You know, Google pushes people that have good reviews. And people buy from companies that have good Google reviews. It's it's a no-brainer, right? I'm sure if you're out there, if you've ever shopped on Amazon or Google and you've had to search and find service providers, 
you've probably read the reviews. Is this product real? Is it a quality product? Is this company good? You know, you go through and you read the reviews and say, you know what? Yeah, I like this company. Or you know what? Mm, I don't know. I'm kind of rethinking going with them. It happens a lot. We need reviews for social proof to show others that they can trust us. If you read 100 reviews and every single one of them has very specific terms within them, like professional, um, on time, punctual, uh, educated, you know, blah, blah, blah. If you read that and that's in like, you know, 90% of your reviews, those people can't argue with that. And you also have that ability to where if somebody ever leaves you a bad review and so they say you're not those things, you have a hundred or what, how many ever other reviews that say you do have those things. So does that person even have any merit against a hundred other people? Probably not. Right. But it's critical. The other aspect of it, like I said, getting in front of people. This week, our phones finally blew up. It finally got warm out. People were finally working in their yards. And that means that they're coming into contact with poison ivy. Or they realize they have poison ivy. And then they're like, you know what? We don't want to deal with this. We need a professional. So what do they do? They go to Google. Out of the 20 phone calls that I've received in the last couple of days, I ask every single person, how did you hear about our company? Google, 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 Google. Just today was the first person that called me and said that they saw a yard sign and they saw our name around town and then they went to Google. So the yard sign worked because we drilled in our services and our names into their brain because they saw the yard sign so many times. They might have saw our truck a few times, but then they went to Google ultimately to find us. And what did they search? They searched poison ivy removal near me. And who popped up? We did. So that's the amazing ability of having a Google My Business listing and why it's so critical. You know, if I didn't have that, that's 20 phone calls that I would not have received because of Google. You know, 20, 20 times our base price of $600, that's substantial money. You know, and if you don't have that, you're missing out. Like you really need to have that if you do not. Even if you're just starting out in business, you need to have that. And it's so simple to set up. You know, back in the day, they had a Google My Business uh, app, and I think they got rid of that. And now it's that you use it through app, uh, maps or something like that. But still, it's Google. It's pretty simple to set up, right? You say you have a business, they mail you a card or they send you something, and you verify that you're actually at that location. And then you're pretty much on Google. And at that point, you can upload photos, you can make posts, you can upload videos, you can use it just like a social media platform. And if people see that you're posting consistently or uploading photos consistently, and there's consistent reviews that are coming in, they know that you're doing work and you're out there and you're not just, you don't have reviews from, you know, 1997 and that's your last review. And they don't know if you're still in business. You have reviews from last year. Oh, look, you had a review last week. You had a review yesterday, right? Reviews are critical. Like I said, I had an uphill battle. I was going up against a company that had been in business and had been pretty much the monopoly in this industry for 15 years. And so I had to overcome that very quickly by focusing on reviews. And I'll, t I'll, I'll give you a little tip here. For those of you that use Jobber, you can use Jobber to harvest reviews from your clients. And it's super simple. 
Okay. Jobber, which is a, a CRM software that we use in our company, highly recommend them. Not sponsored, just awesome company. If you're just starting out in business, I would recommend starting with that, depending on what you're doing and what your budget is. I started my business with Jobber and I would, I would not, I couldn't imagine what my business would be if I did not do that. It'd be chaos. But Jobber has a feature in it called a job follow-up email. So once you essentially finish the job and you press, you know, mark complete, invoice paid, whatever, it sends a follow-up email to the client. You can put your Google listing, your your business listing link in that email and ask for a review. That is how I've obtained 115 reviews in three years of business. This will be your four. So our goal this year is to get up to 200. 200 reviews is our goal. Totally doable, you know, but if you can add 100 reviews a year or 200 reviews a year, 50 reviews a year, it adds up over time. You're talking about if you're in business for 10 years, you add 50 reviews a year, you have a substantial amount of reviews. People are going to trust you, right? It's social proof. So that's how I utilize Jobber to get reviews. And it's been working. And I would highly recommend anyone to do that. If you have any sort of software out there, the other, the other thing you could probably use is MailChimp. If you have another CRM, you could upload your client list into MailChimp and have an automated email send, you know, who knows how long based on what you're doing. Or you could go individually and do batches to where it's like, okay, all the clients we did this week, let's send them an email asking for a review. This is also in tandem with um, asking while you're there and saying, hey, we pride ourselves on doing good work. We pride ourselves on our five-star reviews. If you're satisfied, if you're blown away by our service, leave us a five-star review. We would absolutely love it. And then you blow them away even more and you send them like brownies, right? Because who sends somebody brownies? Nobody. But that's what you do. And now you're blowing people's minds every day. And then they refer you. And now you're not just getting, you know, the Google listings. You're not just getting the Facebooks. You're not just getting the yard signs. Now you're getting referrals because you've blown people's minds by your service. That's what we do. Every person that leaves a review on Google, we send brownies and a thank you card. And we don't tell them that beforehand because that's probably unethical to say, hey, if you do this, we'll send you some brownies. You know what I mean? But it's it's one of those things that added value and it just blows people's minds. Because if you think about it, who does that? I'm sure I've said this before, but realistically, who does that? What companies have done that? I've only received one thank you card from a company that I've ever used. Out of all the companies that I've used for my house, or various other businesses. This is actually a company that just put toppers on my truck and they sent a thank you card for their business. Automatically, I will go back and I will refer them because who does that? So Google My Business Listing, the depth of what it does is so much more than we can possibly fathom. And it compounds over time. Right. Like I said, if you utilize it like it's a social media platform and you're uploading content consistently and you're uploading videos and you're uploading pictures and you're posting things, people are going to go to it and they're going to read that and be like, wow, look at what these guys did. You know, whether you're a landscaper in the lawn care, it doesn't really matter. They're going to go and they're going to 
you know, see what you're doing because people are curious. And if they're looking for the service and your, your business is consistently posting things on the front end and the other businesses are not, well, they're going to want to go with you if they can afford you just simply because they trust you more from the content that you're putting out. And it just makes sense, right? If you're consistently sharing what you're doing, you're being transparent. You're getting out there on the front end, telling people, this is what we do. This is how we do it. This is why we do it. You don't necessarily need to say price, but you need to be transparent and show people what you do. Show them results. The biggest thing that you can get is results beforehand, right? Knowing the results before they buy. With me and our company, it's relatively easy with Poison Ivy. It's not as easy with mosquitoes. I can't show you a mosquito-free yard that you have, right? You just have to believe in the systems and the products that we use in order to achieve that. And once you've experienced it once, you're just blown away because it works so well. But beyond that, poison ivy, it's very easy to show here's green leaves, here's dead leaves, here's leaves that were, here's plants that were removed, right? You can see the entire process. And so people are like, oh, that's how they work. Oh, okay. You know, they're looking at all this stuff and, and they see the whole process. They see what's about to happen on their property. They see what's going to happen on their property before they even call you. So that's important. But the Google My Business listing is probably the most important thing that you could have other than, you know, maybe some legal legal stuff like an LLC and workers comp and insurance and stuff like that. You really need a Google My Business listing. Whether you're a fan of Google or not, or it's politics or not, that's neither here nor there. It's just, it's the reality that we live in, right? It just is. And we have to deal with it. But you can use it for your benefit, right? Google's harvesting data from you. And that's why they allow you to do that for free. Could you imagine if Google decided to charge people for business listings, a ton of people would drop off and the ones that would be willing to pay, they would excel because Google would push them, especially because they're paying, right? But Google uses it to harvest data when they're doing searches. And so then it can make things a little bit easier, better. They can charge more for their ads and keyword ad spend and stuff like that. But it's, it's so crucial to have this. I'm so glad that I started with that because if I was trying to play catch up right now, if I didn't have a Google listing, I don't know. I can actually probably go into my CRM while I'm doing this and look at how many people have searched Google. Let me uh, go to my tags here in Jobber, which is another cool feature of Jobber. Let's see how many people have set Google. I'm just looking at this real time. So give me one moment. Google. The ones that I have tagged are 238 clients that have found us on Google. 238 out of, and I'm, I'm probably mis-tagging some, to be honest. It's probably closer to 300, but we'll call it 238. So I have 600 clients in our CRM, 238 of them from Google. That's a third. 
and more than likely some people, you know, I, I installed that as far as tagging people um, my second year and third year. It was like late second year, early third year. And I'm sure majority of the people before that were Google. But that's amazing, right? Google is my number one way of getting clients. Just straight up, it is. You know, the 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 yard signs are probably number two for me. I can go throw out, you know, 40 yard signs and I'll probably generate 10 calls. And of those 10 calls, probably five will become clients. But if you look at the cost of yard signs, I can order 100 yard signs for, I don't know, call it 400 bucks or less. One job pays for all of the yard signs. And if I go throw out 40 of them and I get five clients, five happy clients, five five-star reviews, five people that are willing to refer us, it adds up. It really does. So that's another thing that I would I would say is a takeaway from this podcast is not to put all of your eggs in one basket. Don't just rely on Google. Do everything, right? There's a word, it's called omnipresent. Be omnipresent in your market. Be on Facebook, be on Instagram, be on LinkedIn, be on YouTube, which we haven't done, but we're doing that this year. Um, you know, run your ads, be on Google, be in like standard marketing, whether it be door hangers or yard signs, going to events. There's all these things that you could be doing to obtain more work. And, you know, I don't know what your views are of what's going to happen with the economy. There's a lot of things being said. And I do my best to just put my nose down and get to work and make money. And I don't really like to think about politics or the economy because I know that there are so many people out there with money that will pay for services that the economy shouldn't even matter. Right. If you're worried about the economy and you're focused on that and you go into like a hiding it, what happens is, is when people start talking about recessions, they stop spending money and then it becomes this self-fulfilling prophecy of a recession because people stop spending money because they keep hearing recession and they stop spending money and so on and so forth. But there are affluent people out there that don't pay attention to the news. They have no idea that there's a recession, not a clue. They, they have more money than they know what to do with, and they're more than willing to pay for services. Those are the people that you need to market to. They will continuously be able to pay for services year after year. So that's what I choose to do. Whether the economy is up or down, we go after that clientele. You know, I don't charge, I'm not cheap with services. We try and operate at $278 a man hour which is substantial. And for $278 a man hour, you get a professional on your property. Not just a Joe Schmo, not just a guy who went to Home Depot and bought a ready-to-use herbicide who might know plants, might not know plants. He might kill your hydrangea, might not kill your hydrangea. No, you get a professional. And that's what you're paying for. And you found that professional through a Google listing, right? Or a referral. Or you saw a yard sign. This, I've, I've been thinking about marketing recently, and that's just like, 
where do my clients find me is always what I ask. I want to know what is working. What's the number one way? And it's Google. Every time Google wins. I'm surprised when I hear something else. I have yet to, I've had one person call me from a door hanger, but that's also because we've kind of stopped that until we can get some um, permits, which if you listen to the couple podcasts ago, you need to have a permit to be a peddler and a solicitor, just in case you didn't know, check your cities, check their ordinances, check other cities local that you want to go into. So we need to uh, get our background checks and do that before we start marketing in these neighborhoods. But Google wins. After that, it's yard signs all day. We just had a, uh, around us, there's a road that's called M15 or otherwise known as State Road. And State Road is a main two-lane road that goes, I don't know, quite a few miles. And every year, they have a massive garage sale down this road, which I don't understand. It's probably super dangerous because this road's dangerous anyway. But they do it every year. And there's tons of garage sales. There's tons of traffic. People are always going down this road, just garage sailing, looking for other people's junk. Some people like that. Some people don't. I'm not a fan of it. But to each their own. And I had my technician. I had to go up north and do some stuff, and we had to fix an oak tree. I had my technician go out, and I said, put out as many yard signs as you can up and down this road. So when people drive up and down it, they're going to see our name five, six, seven times. Because it takes about seven touches for people to recognize the name. And if they're in a buying mode, they'll buy. Seven touches. Seven to 11, I think, is the statistics. So that's what we did. And then today, I got a call from a yard sign. I have to imagine in the next few days, I'll receive more calls from yard signs. And I'll receive more calls from Google. And it's all going to add up, right? This year, we have an increased capacity because of my technician. We're keeping his mosquito route low, and we're only taking you know higher profit mosquito jobs. And he's going to start doing poison ivy work. We're going to do a few weeks more of training because he trained last year when he could. And I'm going to send him out there to do poison ivy jobs. That increases the capacity tremendously. You know, if you can generate $2,000 a day in poison ivy work and he has two, three, two weeks open, you're talking an extra 20 grand a month on top of what I can do. Now it's going to be limited because I still have to take phone calls and I have to do routing and I have to do this and that. But nonetheless, it's still an increase, you know, a pretty substantial increase, $20,000 a month is what it should be. We'll see, but that's the goal. And you do that times five months, that's an extra hundred grand in the company. All because you freed up capacity and you unpurposely didn't grow a sector in your business this year. We have yet to really focus on growing our mosquito clientele. You know, we lost clients this last year and then we picked up some. So we're kind of at a net zero right now. And the mosquito season hasn't even really started. It's about to, but we're only going to take, you know, high profitability, local jobs for our mosquito clients. That's just, it's what we're going to do. And ideally they're going to find us on Google through our Google listing. They're going to read our reviews that we do a great job when it comes to mosquito control and we'll sign them up. You know, the questions always with that is, do they want to pay for a big box company where they don't know the technicians 
or do they want to pay for quality of service and people that they see all the time? And that's for them to pick, right? If they just want to go with the cheap option, then they just go with the cheap option and they get a cheap result. If they want to go with quality, then they pay for quality. No different than anything else in this world. If you want to go with something cheap, you're going to get something cheap. If you're going to get something quality, you're probably going to pay a little bit more for that quality. And it should be no different within our businesses. Again, you know, going back to why people choose us to deal with their poison ivy. You could go to Home Depot and spend $30 on an herbicide and try this yourself. Or you could pay pros that have been doing this for 10 years. It's up to you. It's that simple. Why would they choose a pro? They go to Google. They read the reviews. I hope that you guys out there are, are listening to this. And if you don't have a Google My Business listing, you go do that today. You start that process right now because you need it. If you don't have it, you absolutely need it. Don't just stick to Facebook. Don't just stick to Word. Don't, don't do that. Get out there. You're in business to make money. You're in business to serve people. And you need to be on all platforms to prove to people that you're out there to serve them. Right? This year, I am getting as loud as I possibly can on every single platform, which is why I started a podcast. I want to serve people. I want to serve people that I can't even serve as far as my capacity of my pesticide license. I want to teach people how to do what I do because I know there's a need for it. I want people out there to realize they can do this and make a really good living doing it. That's what I want. I want to help people, not just like my clients that I can serve. All these other people that are missing out on this opportunity because they're not offering these services. And then on top of that, I want to help people that can't have us. They don't have a business, but they need this. They need to know how to do it. And if there's no one in their area, right? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. More than likely there's not. Have you ever heard of a poison ivy control company in your area? Google it. I said this to somebody the other day. Google this. Look it up. Poison ivy removal service near me. See what happens. See what pops up. If you don't see anything, there is a massive void that you could fill. Huge void. Unbelievable amounts of money just waiting there to be touched. And your competition doesn't even know it. And that's why they're not doing it. They don't know how. I can teach you how. But I also want to teach those people that don't have that as an option. And they want to do it themselves. Which is why we're making DIY courses, right? I'm doing things that have never been done in this industry because the person who taught me this industry kept everything close to the chest. They didn't want to share this. They didn't want people to know this. They kept it tight. I'm opening up the floodgates with information and giving it out there to the world because I think that's what's needed, to be honest. And I know I just transitioned into a whole rant off of Google to this, but I hope, I hope, and I pray that you got value out of this podcast. Right, we're right, right now we're rounding out close to 30 minutes. I hope you got value out of this. I really do. I know you did. In some fashion or form, you did. But if you want more value, if you want to fill that void that we were just talking about, if you want to learn how to do this stuff on your own, go to the website. Go to poisonivy-academy.com. Go to the store. Check out what courses we offer. Right now, I'm building out the DIY course. 
I'm getting ready to launch that probably here June 1st, whenever we can go through our whole first initial treatments and follow-up treatments. And then in, I don't know, a week after that, 10 days after that, I'll be able to record the removal and I'll be able to launch the removal course and how to remove poison ivy safely. Okay. That's something that is relevant to people. There's a lot of people out there. There's 50 million people a year that get poison ivy in the United States. 50 million people. And here's another statistic. 90% of people are allergic to poison ivy. They just don't know it yet. Let those numbers sink in, okay? I'm not here to, to fully pitch you on what I'm doing. But I would ask you, just Google poison ivy removal service near me and see what pops up. Just do it. If there's nothing there, there is a void that you can fill. If you're not happy with what you're doing, landscaping, lawn mowing, you want to become an even larger professional within the green industry, you can. And this is one way to do it. And people will be so thankful. They will view you as a hero. So other than that, I think that rounds up today's podcast. Enough of a rant for me. <sighs> felt good to get off my chest. It needed to be said. That's all. But other than that, I hope you guys are doing well. Hope you're having a great day. Go crush it. Go kill it. Um, it's Thursday. And yeah, Friday's around the corner. Weekend's almost here. Make it a great day or not, the choice is yours.